0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Puzzle Minds Podcast. Uh, today we have a, a guest, and his name is Craig, and he is a host of Craig and Them. So please give him a warm welcome.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate being able to be here with you.
0: Thanks, Craig. Um, so today's topic is brought to you by the letter N for nostalgia, and today we'll be kind of putting a twist on it in terms of stuff that you th- um, that you had in childhood, but that doesn't hold up today um so we'll kind of start off with that um so i kind of want to start off with uh square pizza from cafeteria do you guys remember that does not hold up or it does no
2: it does not Mm-mm. like what do you mean it's always giving you diarrhea like there was never a time <laughs> it did hold up <laughs> it was always it was just i feel like square pizza was only good because how bad school lunches were back
1: then like everything was dismally bad and that was just kind of bad Right. So you look forward to that, like, you know, with the little chunks of pepperoni on it, you know, is this, (laughs) you didn't even know what it was, but we definitely look forward to that.
0: Oh, yeah. At the time when, you know, when, when, when we had school lunches, like that was kind of like the surf and turf of, um, of middle school, you know, everyone loved pizza as a pizza Fridays, or I don't know what it was, but if they had pizza on there, people loved it.
2: Dude, even the bread was, like, a weird texture. It wasn't even, like, actual bread. It was, like, the texture of, like, a cracker with cheese on top of it. So, it was such a weird thing. Because I remember it was one of, the, it's one of the few pizzas where you can separate. Like, for example, it would be, it'd be completely made, right? You could separate all the ingredients and they would stay whole. Like, a really well-made pizza would be, like, obviously the cheese would melt yeah, off. Yeah, everything would melt
1: off together. You yeah. could
2: literally take off the pepperoni, still be perfectly intact. Take off the cheese, still be perfectly intact. And put it together like it's a toy.
0: <laughs> can you can you look at that like a picture of square pizza and kind of smell it
2: i can man it has a i it smell i just remember the pepperonis like it smells predominantly like pepperonis. pepperoni Like no matter yeah. what like i don't remember any like cheese the cheese if it was just a cheese pizza it didn't have a smell but if it's pepperoni it's just like overbearingly pepperoni
0: yeah 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 um another one i have on my list is sunny d have you guys really had that
2: Oh, dude, that's if you said that doesn't hold up, dude, I will punch you square in your face.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, considering that this is, you know, nostalgia stuff that doesn't hold up, yes. I dude, am. like, nah, dude, Sunny D, I,
2: I 100% disagree. As a matter of fact, I'm going to cancel this, po- <clears throat> this podcast. See, I almost died, choked of shock.
0: <laughs> Wait, so I when's, never la- when's the last Sunny time D? you did? Oh, you never? Okay, so we'll, you know, your body thanks you, I guess, because there's, yeah. there's <laughs> no way. Like, how? when's the last time you had it to do?
2: Uh, I want to say like, I want to say a couple of months ago. Like I still, I know exactly what the taste still feels like. It's, really? Granted, I never said it. What does not give you diabetes that I not arguing <laughs> the health content of it. Yeah. But if you tell me right now that sunny D is not amazing, like forget all the minute made bullshit, all the like healthy oranges sun. Like you knew what you were, you knew what you were getting to with sunny D where it was just like. You could be eating like a bowl of rusted nails and then drink Sunny D and you would st- the orange juice would overpower the rusted nails. Like it is, it is overly like, I don't even know what the taste was. because It wasn't orange juice.
0: Yeah, no, I think there's a, I don't know if there's like a debate online, but I saw something online saying like, no one really knows what the taste of Sunny D is. It's not orange. It's so not I mean. orange.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have tasted it before and like, I immediately went, like, I don't know what that is. I don't think I want to drink that. So
0: it's definitely not from earth. I'll tell you that. <laughs> There's nothing on earth tastes like that.
1: Dude, I'm going to argue that thing could still hold
2: up, man. Like, Sunny D, it's like Kool-Aid, dude. It's like, you, know, you need to know what you're getting into. Oh, you know, no, know you can't, into. no, you
1: can't compare Kool-Aid to Sunny D.
2: That, it, that is true. Yeah, Are I you telling me, what, do you, what is the difference between the diabetic level of Kool-Aid and
1: Sunny D? Like, you're, it's the same thing. You can adjust your level of diabetes with Kool-Aid, though, because I got to make my own Kool-Aid. So if I wanted to to be diabetic, I could. If I wanted to be a little less, I could do that, too. So, I mean, my friends might disagree. My colleagues and roommates might disagree because they always said I put too much sugar in it. But I'm like, I grew up in the hood. So there you go. Yeah, you know what I'm
2: saying? Like, you don't drink this regular Kool-Aid. Like, what kind of black person does not have diabetic Kool-Aid? If your (laughs) Kool-Aid does not taste like you're going to go into a coma, like, I'm honestly going to question your pigment.
1: Right. (laughs)
0: So, like, when you had it, it didn't burn your your throat? Like, like the, dude, the Sunny D? Sunny D? Yeah.
1: Dude,
0: I- I'm I, still dude. gonna go on this, because I-
2: All right, so Sunny D, this is the thing I remember of Sunny, like, Sunny D, because when I had it, like, not too long ago, it, I just remember I grabbed it from somebody's fridge. It wasn't like I had bought it myself. So I'm not saying I'm <laughs> buying it. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. I'll be lying if I said that. Okay. But I remember when I grabbed it out of somebody's fridge, it, it, was, it was amazing. It, it still tasted just as I remember. But also, I remember of Sunny D the, the part that got bad about it. If you drank like let's say two of those, um, what do they call like those container ones, those cylinders, whatever you want to call them, like two of them back to back, that's when you got. That's when it got dangerous. That's when you like it started. It it's almost like the taste changes. If you drink two of them, it's dangerous. One of them, it's like amazing. Two of them, it's like okay, bro, you're not designed. The human body's not designed to drink two Sunny D's back to back. And I remember, like I was like, oh god, it's like it's not pulp. I don't know what it is, but you just get to a point where you're kind of like your lips almost feel like they're bleeding. It's kind of weird.
0: So I, I looked it up and maybe your lip bleeding could be due to canola oil. Maybe not, but I looked it up because apparently, um, sunny D has canola, canola oil in it. And so every other juice I looked up like Tropicana, Hawaiian punch, minute made ocean spray, simply lemonade. Like they don't have canola oil on it. And like, why do you need canola oil and fucking sunny D? Why
2: would you need canola oil? And what is canola oil for us uneducated people?
0: Uh, what is it Uh It's made oil. out of corn, right? Yeah, it's like a yeah. I think so. Let me double check. You can but use like,
1: it to. You can use it for frying and for cookies. Oh. It's like, is, is on the same <laughs> shelf as vegetable oil? So if you got well, to, that, if you bro, grab know about it.
2: If I if, yeah. I, if it can fry something, I'm just drinking it. I'm probably doing
0: damage to myself. So, uh, are we still saying it holds up now?
2: i'm i'm honestly you guys can argue against me i'm saying it holds up that's two against one so i guess i guess overall according to majority vote it does not
0: (laughs) i'm glad we settled that Mm -hmm. sunny d is shit so um the next one i have on my list is kids cuisine Uh, we have any any takers on that one
2: Uh, I think that was always an act of desperation when you had to eat one of those. Like, if like if if your parents sent you to school with one of those things, either I started to question how much they loved you. Because that shit is just like <laughs> there is no nutritional value one it was tiny as well too, so it wasn't like it was based off of like the quantity of like the amount of food you're getting mm-hmm. it was no it tasted like garbage, there was barely anything in there, and it's like if you got the one that had like the pizza in it, it's like you could micro you could nuke it in the microwave for like two hours and it would still be like lukewarm sauce
0: so i had so um my parents used to I had, like I never brought it to to school i mean if you did that i think it'd be kind of cool but i used to used to have it like maybe after school and stuff like that like an after school meal and um i think the one that i had was the chicken nuggets one and so that that one came with corn cold ass mashed potatoes and like it says it's a brownie or like a i don't know what it was but either way you could you could heat that brownie up as long as you want and it would either be rock hard or like liquidy. You and could
2: throw that brownie against a car and you would dent the car.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the mashed, potato, mashed potatoes were kind of like the same thing too. It would, it would always be cold no matter what. And I don't know what it was. I,
2: Those weren't it, mashed potatoes, man. Like, if, like the mashed potatoes, like it's weird because whenever something maintains its form too perfectly, like if you were to think about it as a kid, if you were to draw mashed potatoes and if the food looks exactly like that, there was something wrong with that food. Like, it should not look like a perfect little, like, goop or mountain of, like, you know, like, I mean, whatever. goop Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know what you're
2: talking about. <laughs> it looks like something that you'd use, like, an adhesive to, like, stop something from leaking. Like, it doesn't <laughs> look like something that you should eat. <laughs> like, I, I just have a big beef with those kid cuisine things, because I just honestly feel like they serve no purpose. Like, they're, like, the worst of the worst, because, I mean, other than, you know, didn't, are they, did they come with, like, a little piece of candy, like, like a Snickers mm-hmm. or something? or not Like, I, I think...
1: I, I think, lunchables I
2: do I, yeah oh it's lunchables yeah at least yeah. lunchables had some they had like a snickers bar that was an actual snickers bar not like mm-hmm. their version of it so at least you're getting snickers out of it well these little kid cuisine things the best part of it was like the little like angry penguin as a logo and that was it
0: <laughs> we'll see okay so kids cuisine i feel like it's kind of like a like a kid's version of like hunger man right i don't know if you guys ever had hunger man yeah yeah like i, I think that. i don't know price wise how much they are difference but I guess you would get more food if it was very similar. It wouldn't make any sense besides like the whole blue tray. Like that's the reason why you would get it for your kids. Cause you know, who wants to eat like from a black tray? It's a, a colorful blue tray. Like, I feel like that's the only reason why, but
1: you're right. The hungry man weren't very good. Like I haven't, I didn't do kid, kid cuisines. I'm I'm a little bit older than you guys. So I think yeah. they came around a little bit after my school time, but, um, but the hungry man, yeah, they're pretty bad. Like mm. the, the, gross fried tri- chicken that they had in there. Like uh, you microwave fried. Chicken, bro. You, you take that it. shit off and you could like sand us
2: your yes. skin down.
1: It was like, so gross.
2: You pull the chicken off like a coat, man. And even John and I were talking about this a while ago about like it's almost like McDonald's chicken nuggets where when you take the skin off, it's like whatever the whatever's underneath it, that's not meat. It's like perfectly smooth. It's like the yeah. same that chicken where it's like Fried chicken is, like, brittle, you know, like, you touch it, like, you know, the cr- it crumbles. But when you can just, like, one pinch and then one pull and it's taking the entire skin, off, skin the off. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's not chicken, bro.
0: Uh, I, I might have to have to disagree with that. I think that back then that chicken was really good. And, I mean, I haven't had it recently, but I do remember, like, wanting, whenever we went to the grocery store, Yeah, I would always go and find the kid's cuisine that had the fried chicken in it. And I, I don't know if that's... Where, like my love for fried chicken started? I hope not, because that's kind of like a really sad story. And I think about it. It's really sad. <laughs> it started, it started from starting. the bottom, dude. No, that, no, that's that's like below that. That's like underground. There's no way. That's like Hades, Hades level of bottom. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I I I really have to think about that. If that's really where that fried chicken started, because I. That's I. I have to change that origin story up because that's really fucking sad. <laughs> um. Do you guys have anything else for, like, food-wise? Anything that doesn't hold up?
2: Food-wise, I got the ultimate one. I know you guys remember this. And if you guys say you never ate one, I'm going to question whether your parents truly raised you properly. Zebra cake. Yeah, zebra cakes, yes. Remember those? I know what oh you're talking my about, yeah. Oh, God. You could taste your body just dying as you eat it. Oh, good. <laughs> Like, you've been into one, you're like, yep diabetes. Been to another one, yep that's <laughs> cancer. But, like, it was so damn good. Like, I remember, like, there are there certain foods that are so good that if you eat, like, there's a certain amount you eat, and then you just immediately get sick. Like, if yeah. Zebra Cake is, like, if you somehow got to, like, halfway through the box, like, you're going to start getting sick. Like, you're not even going to get the, like, I have diarrhea sick. You're going to get, like, the pinches in your stomach. You're going to get the bloodshot eyes. Like, it's going to hurt. I remember Zeba Cake so vividly because I was that kid that, like, you know, used to only eat, like, one or two. Like, two at most. And I typically wasn't supposed to eat two. I would sneak one.
0: But they i for whatever... Came reason, in a pack of two. You know that, right? Yeah, they came in a no, pack of they, two. No,
2: I'm talking about the whole box. Because they had the little oh. long box. Like, oh, okay. little. I'm talking about eating like, yeah, like multiples, man. Like I used to go ham. i would be like, that's So you a- ate four. <laughs> yeah, I was eating cement, dude. I was like, you know what? I don't need a butthole because I'm about to tear this thing up. <laughs> and I remember, dude, the day I got sick off of them. It was like beyond diarrhea. It was just like, I was legitimately sick. And you don't even want to look at, like, if you look at the ingredients in Zebra Case, like whenever you get a chance, it's like, when you go to the store, just look at the back, when you can barely pronounce half of the stuff in there, it's not even like flour or you know like corn syrup it's like some word that looks like the super soldier serum put into right it, I'm exactly like, it, 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 like what is a zebra cake to begin with like i don't know why i'm like zebra cakes was the thing but like that and honey buns or like the, the uh, like the <laughs> oh honey buns. Okay, oh, so my I,
0: honey buns kind of hold up if you put they in hold the up but that speaking of diabetes like, those pine. things i
1: mean they just are like when you pull the the plastic off and it sticks to it. And I'm like, <laughs> am I eating plastic? Am I eating sugar? I'm not even sure right now. I know it's sugar, but it's, yeah. it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah that was- with Honey buns, you question
2: like what's going on in your life that you have to eat a like, honey bun. Because I associate <laughs> right. it with like, I-, I have to ask you what time did you eat it? Because no one in the middle of the day is like, I'm going to eat a honey bun. It's like 2 a.m. gas station food at this point. you know, no, no, I, I'm
0: eating definitely...
2: honey buns, like just whooping them out. You're like, yo,
0: bro, I could go for a honey bun right now. When I was younger. Yeah. I, I, I got, never, Oh now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's definitely some like 2am shit. Like mm-hmm. hey, 7-Eleven. Yeah. yeah hundred months yeah, of Taco yeah. Bell in the same category of like disappointing your body.
2: <laughs> it's the same kind of thing with a choice like you when you get a honey bun you're like i'm going to get a honey bun it's like a mental process of purchasing it you're like what brought me to this choice now i'm buying a honey bun at a 7-eleven it's 2 a.m like what's going on i got a mortgage to pay but i'm
0: spending money on a honey bun Anybody, yeah. right. <laughs> you're like consciously trying to buy that
2: yeah, yeah it's I like, mean
0: it's a situation so of all those like little debbie treats um what was that that star you know what I'm talking Star about? Star Crunch. It's, yeah, Star Crunch. Mm-hmm. That one yes. I think still holds up. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not I sure if you've had, had that. that recently enough to even remember. I, I remember because it was it's similar to like a Nestle Crunch, but it's yeah. just like all mm-hmm. all crunch. No Nestle. So <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I remember enjoying that. I feel like that those were pretty good. But they they those are really like super sweet and I can, mm-hmm. I could only eat one of those mm-hmm. and I love chocolate and I love sweets, but I could only eat one of those at a time. Cause that, I think my eyes like, like, you know, tightened up and I was just like, you know,
0: mm. couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't so do it. are we, are we drawing the line where honey buns, if anyone eat honey buns at 2am, that's a questionable it's a life decision? Is a questionable life decision. No. I don't agree
2: with that. Yeah, okay. dude, I think no, man. I think that's the line. I think it's like
0: the, like you got
2: no other options.
0: Mm yeah i guess you know when you're at a gas station i guess you have like the the hot dogs that have been on the roller for like 12 hours or you can get a honey bun the bit. yeah unfortunately that's the, the, <laughs> between like i guess between those two those it's the lesser of two Right.
2: yeah <laughs> dude, what um, about like some cla- what about some nostalgic tv shows dude i know we got like an infinite amount of that
0: so so what what show doesn't like doesn't hold up today
2: like you know unfortunately i'm gonna say this and i know this is gonna be like you know the ultimate sin everyone's gonna be like oh, da, 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 da. i watched cow and chicken i want to say like a year i want to say like a little over a year ago mm-hmm. and i think I, I don't know i don't know why i watched it, it wasn't on adults it was, it was on something i don't know how i watched it and i remember being excited to watch it because i remember it being like filled with adult humor mm-hmm. it didn't hold up man like I realize that now, when you like things that were like above our head back then, are so on the nose now because of the level of like standard TV show now. Like you have stuff mm-hmm. like Rick and Morty that exists. So when you when you're accustomed to that level of like I guess highbrow suggestiveness, like things like Cow and Chicken don't phase you anymore. So I remember watching like this does not hold up at all. Like it, it did not hold up at all. But on a side note, what does still hold up and actually still I would argue could do well with a reboot is Dexter's laboratory i love dexter
0: so okay wait so you said that um like it doesn't hold up is it because of like the account check it doesn't hold up because of the adult content or like not not content but like i, I guess i'm just trying to figure out like what you mean
2: it doesn't hold up because like, i'll get okay i'll give you a better example like Rick and morty is like straight up like mature like, the, like suggestive cartoons or things like now like for example like adventure time before Adventure Time ended, it was filled of suggestive things, like suggestive, like very like philosophical themes, even like sexual themes, and all that mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right, so the, those shows, like shows like Counting in the 90s used to they all of their jokes were surrounded by suggesting things. They wouldn't flat out say things. Like for example, if there was a sexual situation, you would have to listen to the music. The sentence that someone may say in that show maybe it's be like something like oh you know we'll see who's got something cooking for it that doesn't sound sexual oh. but back then then you'd hear like the violin like the classic kenny g violin going down you're like oh <laughs> you know now you're like oh you know what they're talking when this dude's talking about blowing backs out you know
0: <laughs> so so it's kind of like um like red and stimpy um you know because no, like-
2: red and stimpy no because red and stimpy was flat out i'm talking about red and stimpy was just flat out this grub they were just flat out talking about it i'm talking about yeah they were i not suggested like adventure time for example mm-hmm. there was a example there's a, an episode before um it's kind of a spoiler but princess bubblegum and marceline are like the, one of the f- first um lgbt characters um i believe like period right so they, that show ends with them basically like admitting their feelings for each other but throughout that entire series they insinuated it and there was an episode for, for example where pretty much open this magical door, you had to sing a song or play an instrument that had to be about the truth, about something. So you would have to sing lyrics that were like the truth about your innermost thoughts, right? So the one of the main characters, Marcelin the Vampire, was singing a song about how... Um, singing a song about her emotions towards a specific person you had no idea who it was she was singing but the lyrics were very intense and you can tell that she has an intense for this person so the second that she looked at uh looks at princess bubblegum the other uh, other female in the show she her lyrics start to change real quick and she's like oh i don't like you i hate you and you can tell like wait a second like all of a sudden the door starts shutting, uh closing down meaning that she's lying about her feelings for another character so that's suggestive. They didn't flat out say, oh yeah, this, these two characters like each other, but they suggested. Mm-hmm. it. So, but in that's a Cartoon Network cartoon. So that's what I'm talking about, suggestiveness. So shows like that now that do it in such a very intricate and, you know, intense way, mm-hmm. I feel like shows like Count Tracking back then are less impressive now because you have shows that have taken that and, you know, run like with it. Like ramped it, it up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I can't really think of any other TV shows. Do you have any anything, Craig?
1: See, I'm a little older than you guys, so some of the things that I I think of are things that you guys might not remember. Um, my wife, I have a, a a tank top that has He-Man on it um, from the original cartoon series, and my wife asked me the other day. She was like, "Well, why was that a good cartoon?" And I looked at her, and I was like. You know, I'm I'm not sure it was. I did now that I think about it, I'm not sure it was a, a really great cartoon. It was I had to come home after school, sit sit down and watch TV, and that was on, and it was on every day after school. Mm-hmm. So it became my favorite thing to watch. But looking back at it, it's like uber cheesy. You know, it doesn't hold up to really good. Like if you look at if you look at like the new Shira that was on Netflix. Speaking of, you know, like oh yeah, 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 I yeah, the LGBT um, in the in the window and the, those you know, the coming out with their relate their um, feelings for each other, That they, they did the same thing in that show. But He-Man was uber cheesy, right? It's just this dude. I mean, it's like a Clark Kent type thing going on where nobody knows who he is, although he still looks the exact same. And this cat wears a mask when it becomes battle cat, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, and it's the same fight every week. And it... So looking at that, and then you know a few years later when like Batman the animated series comes out, mm-hmm. I'm like, that doesn't even stand close to that. And then mm-hmm. i and then yeah. another show. I don't know if you guys know Super, the Super Friends. Do y'all remember that show at all? Super no, Friends, Is that. It's super. Is that, Super Friends? Is that like Justice League? said they're like kids and stuff like that, or am I thinking it, something different? It was Justice League, but they were adults. It was it was the Justice League, um, yeah. and they had a uh, Apache like they tried to throw some diversity in there. So they had Apache chief, and they had. Um, it wasn't Black Lightning. It was Black Bolt, just a, car, a black character that they invented mm-hmm. strictly for the cartoon and the <laughs> Wonder Twins. Yeah. And it was just, it was uber cheesy. And then if you look at the Justice League or Justice League Unlimited, like it does yeah. not hold a candle to that, to those shows because Ooh. those shows get... Definitely really a limited speech of which, I
2: mean, that show still holds up. There mm-hmm. are some episodes on that show that are still in the, I would say, argue are you're in the uh, conversation of like best episodes of the, you know, animated television, period. Yeah. Like, there are some strong episodes in there. And I mean, kind of going back to um, what you were saying before about He-Man, dude, the funny thing about He-Man is I think the reason why He-Man, I
1: don't know, if like, I guess, would you say He-Man still holds up? No, I don't think it does. I have to go back and watch it. I haven't yeah. watched it recently, but I don't think it does. As, it's, a, it's great for nostalgic reasons, yeah. but I don't think it holds up in terms of, like, I would be able to sit and watch, like, binge an entire series yeah. of it. So Doesn't that, it remind you of like what's
2: going on at the time? Because He Man it, it epitomizes its era, right? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. it, it epitomizes the era of everything because that's when like hyper masculinity was like the form of like every male character, whether it's TV shows, it's like you had the Burt Reynolds types, where it's just kind right. of like. Mustache, like being buff and like super jacked, was the thing. And you look at Heat Man. The thing I don't understand is the the damn haircut they gave Homeboy. <laughs> like he's running around looking like a German speck's and he's beating the crap out of a giant sentient skeleton. I didn't know what Skeletor was wearing a mask, but that was his face. I just love the fact that cartoons back then, since I don't, I don't want to say low, they were low brow, but they they were in a time period where you didn't have to explain things. You don't think yeah. why Skeletor is blue and yeah. Little skull mask. <laughs> He's run around. This, you know, you have to explain why, like you, villains back in the day, wanted to blow up the same planet they live on. I'm like, what does right. the- <laughs> that make? I'm going to destroy the world. Where are you going to live? I don't know. Like <laughs> they don't care. You know. Now we live in an age where like cartoons have to make sense. It Even the sense, most yeah. simple cartoons have to make sense, right? Mm-hmm. So things so- like He Man were like are hilarious now. Like if you watch it now, it's like you almost watch it. It's a comedy now.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you say the same thing with with Power Rangers, and kind of like how it's kind of like the same cheesy fight scene every single week?
2: Power Rangers is a, was a gateway, though. That was a gateway to every young boy's like violent streak. You know, like that—that <laughs> that was my gateway to violent anything. Because I remember prior to Power Rangers, I was in—I still in the Pokemon, Pokemon, and Digimon, Digimon phase. phase. I think that was still where I was. So I wasn't. I wasn't really into like shows just about people being the crap out of each other, right? I was still into like you know, like you know, the message of you know, like adventure. That's what I was, I guess adventure is what I want to say. Adventure mm-hmm. cartoons was what I was into. And then when I got introduced to Power Rangers, I just got. I just fell in love with this whole thing. I guess that's when you know your young testosterone kicks in. And you're just like, yo! I just want to see this dude with this cool helmet punch the crap out of this putty monster and flare a spot out of the <laughs> thing's face like i was all about it i didn't care about the story i just want to see people
0: get hit <laughs> right. yeah but i guess you know if you look at it now like it, i don't think it holds up because it's literally the same thing if you're every going time. now dude like that's oh, yeah. a hard hey, one i
1: don't 50 think it ever versions. really held up because of the way they put it together because it's like you're they're taking you know japanese shows and trying to fit like you know mm. american white kids into it and say all right you're you're gonna we're going to cut away and then it's like that looks nothing like whatever town you're supposed to be in how are they to get on the beach all of a yeah. sudden they fighting some well, random well i'll argue i'll argue this one about power rangers i will say power rangers is
2: one of those shows that's actually eternal like it's not it's a show that you outgrow but it then a new group of people come into it right it's not a show that goes away like it's not a show like for example like he-man for example like mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to be a gateway for some kid to get into like you know i don't know like action cartoons hmm. power rangers there are like you know i guess like what is the age range like maybe like nine ten years old power rangers but mm-hmm. like, there are nine ten year olds that are still into it right now because that's their introduction into something that's going to and it's going to take them to something else so i don't
1: it. yeah they started watching the old ones um uh, my, my, my son is eight and my youngest is six and so they've been watching it and we actually had to stop them from watching it like a couple years ago when they first started because it's like all right let's do that because <laughs> they started trying to kick yeah. each other and punch each other Yeah, because Power Rangers is about, they're about that life. I mean, you watch watch the
2: classics, at least the classics kind of like spandex suits and stuff like that. But if you like even talk about like, I don't know if you guys read the Power Rangers comics, but um, they're, they're killing each other. Like they're flat out murdering each other in the comics. So yeah, like they have this one where pretty much, I forgot what, I think it's Tommy. He becomes like this uh, Power Ranger called Lord Dracon. Sorry guys, it's like a side rant. And he pretty much is a Power Rangers that's been destroying worlds. Like, he's mur- he murdered all the original Rangers from his planet. And then it's just taking over different universes. And oh, wow. he's flat out cutting arms off. Like, Kimberly out here is like this fallen Ranger now. And she has a bow. And she's bait- straight up shooting people in the face. So, every single <laughs> iteration of the Power Rangers, I would say, have kind of, they've amped it up a little bit. Knowing that the average kid now has a higher, I guess, a higher threshold for, well, there's a higher tolerance now for what we consider, you know, good and bad, like even basic level cartoons. Like, um, I don't know. Have you guys watched a regular show? I haven't watched that. I don't even know what that is. So The regular show was pretty much this cartoon about this giant blue jay and this giant squirrel named Rigby and they were just going random adventures, right? There was so much implied everything. Like, for example, they would have party pizza parties, right? Soda and pizza, right? Since it's on Cartoon Network, you can't show, obviously, alcohol and drugs but these guys would black out oh, from okay. like, a soda yeah, party. You know, they'd be like, <laughs> wake up the next day and everything's trashed, you know, like people are passed out and then it's like there's episodes where you blatantly see like, the, like um, Mordecai, the blue jay, was in love with like this, uh, I think she was, I didn't know what she was she was like a cardinal a giant cardinal with mass a massive like big tits and you're like wait it's a bird of massive tits this is technically a cartoon that you can watch by a 10 year old it's like why 10 like it's like right. so i <laughs> i think now kind of like going to kind of bring this back into what we we're talking about before is that i think certain cartoon i think certain cartoons are gateways so after Power Rangers, your next cartoon is probably like I would argue maybe Dragon Ball Z might be the thing as well too that people uh, segue. Yeah, into.
0: okay, yeah, that, that I guess that kind of makes sense when you that put it like sense. that. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really necessarily go away, but it's somebody else. It, yeah, it's, it's another step in your journey to mm-hmm. to testosterone fueled. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Dexter's Lab. I'm telling you, I want to get on Dexter's Lab, man. If you guys have not watched Dexter's Laboratory lately, you can rewatch these old episodes, man, and they st- Still are slapping.
1: They're hilarious. It's still a funny, show. yeah. It's a funny mm-hmm. show. I watched it. Um, yeah. I probably watched it like a, a couple years ago with one of my kids, and that was pretty funny. I don't think they got a lot of the jokes, so we didn't watch much more of it. But yeah. I was watching. It, it's like this was a funny show. I forgot this was such a funny was show.
2: hilarious. There is an episode that addresses like even things that are relevant today. Like there's an episode where Dexter literally has this. He, he's trying to make uh, make women fall in love with him, right? So he, he does his mathematical equation, comes up with like the perfect w- phrase or word and make a fall in love with him. And it's only due for much.
0: So he's oh, walking don't up the girls. that? Remember that? You don't remember that? <laughs> he's
2: walking up the girls. He's like omelette, do fromage, and these girls are like. Ooh. And the thing about that cartoon is, it's the way they depict the how the women react to that word. It's yeah, not that they like, like "Oh, we
0: love you." It's like saying it into like their ears, too, kind of. and they're like, some, exactly,
2: like, and they're, like oh, they're basically like busting nuts. And like, oh, <laughs> and this is a kids' cartoon at the time. I had no idea what that was. I'm like, why are they like shaking and like? <laughs>
0: No, was okay. wait, wait so was, was was Dexter's Laboratory was that the the pioneer of ASMR because if you think about it, he's doing it directly into their ears. Dude,
2: Dexter's Lab was one of those cartoons that it pi. I wouldn't say it pioneered. It was one of the I would say the, the just like three cartoons I would argue are in the trinity of suggestiveness: uh, Ed Ed and Eddie, Dexter's Laboratory, and Powerpuff Girls. Like throw those I mean, three Powerpuff cartoons, was,
0: for sure. Yeah, had I'm a, with a
2: ton of stuff. First yeah. one, Dexter's Laboratory, the do fromage episode is loaded with sexual innu- innuendos. On top of that as well, too, there's an episode where Dexter, like, um, Dexter was basically, he takes a uh, serum to age because he's in love with his babysitter and his babysitter's like, yo, I can't be with you. You're like four. Oh, so, yeah, he ages. <laughs> yeah, he takes that and then he ages yeah. and then trying to smash his, but he's lately trying to smash his babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really hide about it. Like, and on top of that as well, too, they had this thing back in the day for whatever reason, like really attractive women. How you know they'd be attractive was they wouldn't show the face, they would just show the body mm-hmm. that like forever, whenever a mm-hmm. child was
0: cow and chicken, you have the assistant. Thing. Yeah. The assistant mm-hmm. to the mayor. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of someone else. I can't really think of anyone.
2: There, there are plenty. And it's part of that. Like, I don't know what, it, I would say it still holds up. Powerpuff girls still, this is the thing, man. Like a lot of dudes don't like to act, like to act Like they didn't watch it as a kid. I was, I was all about Powerpuff girls. Mm-hmm. Dude. I was, Team fucking well, team. Um, no, what's the green, the green one's name? It was Bubble Buttercup. Buttercup okay. was Buttercup was mine. I was like, yo, Buttercup. I'm a. I'm pretty sure she grew up to be a lesbian, but who cares? <laughs> you know, yo, know, I was all about Buttercup, man. And I remember specifically going on power on Powerpuff Girls. There is an there was an episode that was super suggestive, and people don't like talking about that transsexual crab in that show. Oh, him. Like, like him was a yeah. first. like the first like transsexual character I can remember. He had the. He dressed like he had like what the, especially the way his feet were like were really like vertical, like he's walking in stilettos. He had the black lipstick. His voice, whenever before he gets mad, was very feminine, like and central And then when he get mad, he'd be like, "You go to hell!" I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like out of nowhere. <laughs> And you would always, and it would always imply, it's almost like the thing people always say about, like, you know, like, you know, you know, I guess it's the, you know, very, you know, ignorant joke people make about, you know, the trans community is that, you know, you'll see a beautiful girl. And then the second she gets mad, she's like, square up. And they're going like, oh, shit, I thought this was a model, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, um, Powerpuff Girls, they made some of these very suggestive things. But back then, I think there are less constraints around what you can depict. That's why you see
1: some of these cartoons that hold up today. Because... Yeah. Pop-Off Girls could not come out today. Like, it couldn't. They've, and they've rebooted it because my wife and my kids watch yeah, it. Yeah. And it's a lot. It is softer. Mm-hmm. It's softer than the original because we they tried to watch the original, and I watched it with them a little bit, and I was like, yeah, y'all aren't watching this. Damn. But they rebooted it, and the reboot is definitely softer. And speaking of, I just heard, I don't know how true it is, but the CW is looking to make a live action version of the powerpuff girls i heard i heard yeah. stuff that
0: you, i th- just i don't think you should touch it you know it's just like <laughs> touching classics like just don't, don't it's yeah. true i, I hate don't when
1: me. they do that when they the, the reboots
2: are not great but yeah they, yeah they also well. till you're rebooting it for a generation that no longer cares about it like i've mm-hmm. learned this there are certain things that I have a special place for in my heart because of the significance at the time. Mm-hmm. But now, like a perfect example, but now they don't impact me as well much. And a perfect example, and I hate to say it because I even have a tattoo of this game, but it's Kingdom Hearts is a perfect example.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I remember
2: hold up. It doesn't. The thing is, my. I like Kingdom Hearts was like one. It's one of my favorite games of all time, right? It brought me into the action RPG genre. It introduced me. It, it gave me that love for that, you know, like heroic. Protagonist, that's always like you know the happy-go-lucky, there for your friends, when to sacrifice himself, all that. Like it was the gateway for a lot of things, which led me to other games that I thoroughly enjoy and play now. But I remember playing Kingdom Hearts three, and I remember I was like, I waited, you know what? The Kingdom Hearts one, got two came out. I think I think it was like two thousand and like Because I was still in high school when this game came out. It was like two thousand six or so. So we waited like damn near a decade for Kingdom Hearts three. Remember I played and beat it, and I was like, well, eh, okay, like I didn't care. But I'm like, dude, I love this game, and I was so I felt so guilty as to why I didn't like have more of a um, you know, love for it. And I realized there's certain things that you love you love it for what it did for you at the time, and if you try to like update that, it doesn't work. Like what it kind was of like about,
0: diminish the whole nostalgic feeling?
2: It does because and you it can kind taint, of like
0: overshadows it. I guess you can you taint know?
2: the memory. I believe you want like Craig was saying, Powerpuff Girls. They rebooted it, and it just doesn't hold up. Because it doesn't, well, they reboot it and it's not as good because the times don't allow for the things that made it great originally. Right. Like, and there's certain shows that just flat out said, we don't care. Samurai Jack is one of those shows where they're like, all right, the, the original's great, but that sequel boy, Jack was murdering my friend, murdering <laughs> people. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but Jack was flat out killing people, so.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, do you have anything in terms of like accessories kind of like puka shells or like yin yang necklaces anything like that chain wallets
2: i just want to give if you don't remember if you want to hear the most 2000s thing the 2000 thing of all time like I, I guarantee you guys i get dare you guys to challenge this. do you remember 50 cent g unit tank tops and the chains
0: <laughs> like the tall <laughs> that top. is
2: the most the tall, do you remember that, my friend? With the tank top, you had to be oh, a 200-pound Nigerian one. man of raw muscle to even fit into one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> it was flat out the most 2000s, I can, 2000, like year of 2000 thing I can remember because I remember being like, every single man of color had to have G-Unit something. And even if you didn't oh. have waves, you put on the do-rag. Well, <laughs> people know you're about that life.
0: You know what, also, it's those... Um like T-shirts that had like the Bugs Bunny, but it was like a like a gangster. You remember that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that should definitely don't hold up nowadays. Yeah, but I kind of I kind of want to get one just to just to wear it around. See, it, see you can to get out.
2: away with it now because that fashion, ironically enough, has oh. come back in a different form. Like it's come back in the hipster form, that where makes sense. You can wear it ironically, you know. Right yeah, yeah. And like,
0: people yeah people won't judge you they'll just think that you're trying to be in a like nostalgic i guess kind of like the whole like urban out dude. like urban outfitters t- kind of fit
2: perfect yeah exactly like that man yeah. what about what about jean shorts that went
1: past your knees yes <laughs> mm-hmm. Paco jeans you guys remember that
0: <laughs> or like, <laughs> like the, what is it like the, the cross
1: colors <laughs> i'm going well, a little well, bit further back than you guys wait yeah. what was it again the cross colors uh those long they had long when, when i was a kid it was like multicolor uh shorts that went past your knees oh uh, shit so. look this up oh <laughs> is
0: know. it is it like um i guess green red and black
1: yeah it was all types was, of colors this cross color
0: i'm looking it up but uh, yeah i have no yeah. Color, these yeah are.
1: but um and then for when I was younger, but it was like a little bit before you guys the starter jackets. Everybody had to have a starter jacket when okay. I
0: okay. So okay, I might have to disagree with that. Those starter jackets, I still think they hold up. Like every like it depends I remember, on the
1: ones that you get. Though, like some of them are cool. Yeah. I had the pullover like quarter zip, so that one was okay with the pocket in the front. It's like yeah, is it a sweatshirt? Is it a rain jacket? What what are you doing right now? It's
0: everything <laughs> so, and anything you wanted to be because I remember like in what was it maybe 2009 ish i just remember like big sean he used to be all about like the starter mm-hmm. jackets and the starter hats and stuff like that and so he he's a worm all the time i was like damn dude i like i never had the chance to wear one of them mm-hmm. i still think those things like hold up it's just it's very fashionable like no they do hold up they got brought back they got resuscitated. Yeah. i definitely yeah um yeah the only thing i can think of accessories like chain wallets, like I said, like I mentioned before, like I remember chain walls, let everyone know you listen to Lincoln park. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember, do you remember how people used to put them? Like, I don't know. I, I, I used to have one, but it wasn't very long. It was just enough because ironically, I, I actually wore it because I used to lose my wallet. And so that was the only way that I would not lose my wallet. But I, I remember for
2: an actual functional purpose. I wore yeah. it because I wore, I was one of those guys, all the gear, none of the skills, like hung off skaters, couldn't skate, you know, wore like, like really tight jackets and stuff like that. <laughs> Had no, like it was one of those things where the chain wallet was, I don't, you're the only person I have met, John, that actually used a chain wallet in fear of losing. <laughs> <the actual> wallet. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, if people don't know, I'm a very practical person. I probably was back then still. But yeah, I, I think I might be the only person. I might have to write them and be like, hey, you know, thank you for in, for uh, inventing this. I actually did use this for its intended purposes.
2: I just want to let our audience know that it is a period in John's life where he had emo hair
0: and snake bites, piercings. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk about that in yeah. another episode. That but- was the most- mm-hmm. John was a teen kid. <laughs> yeah well let's not let's not talk about that right now that's uh <laughs> that's a very dark time in my life so literally that's how
2: like you literally had to be, like being somewhat like suicidal back in like early 2000s was like the cool thing you know like people in MySpace listened listen to like i wasn't asking alexandria like those are really hardcore like, bands. <laughs> like the
0: whole screamo uh hardcore like music and all that shit like that
2: it was, it was, I don't know what it was, man. Like that's yeah. one thing i like about the early two thousands where it's like, it seemed like every two years we got an extreme trend that was just out mm. of nowhere. Cool. And you had to be about it. Like we almost did a great disrespect to the shoe culture and forgot about air force ones.
0: And mm. mm-hmm. we have air to, to think for that. Hoo-wee.
2: I remember bro. You had those all white air force ones, man. If you wanted the ball, yeah, I would literally play basketball. That just my socks. <laughs> like, I was like not going to crease them. If you crease your shoes or scuff your shoes back then, you like immediately diminish like the value of them. Like you just, yeah. they needed to be clean, pristine, clean all the time. Even Jordans back then weren't that big of a deal. Jordans became a bigger deal, like you know, very like late two thousand. Yeah, very recently. Very, very like, recently, yeah. Air Forces were all the rave, and then the Fat Farms was like little spinny oh, shoes, like, logo.
0: Yeah, I remember all that. Speaking of trends, what about like the frosted tips that we were talking about? Dude, I, I'm black. I didn't, I didn't get into that. <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's
1: before my... That's after me.
0: <laughs> I just, I feel like I, the only, okay, so I'm going to say this because I, I don't remember anyone having frosted tips in like my high school or my middle school. I only remember like the iconic, like what, Justin Timberlake and like what people from NSYNC or, Backstreet Boys. I'll probably get murdered.
2: I do I remember know. the frosted tip. I remember the white. There was this white boy haircut that somewhat come back now in a different form, where it was like buzzed on the sides, long on the front, but like flipped straight up, almost like at an angle. Like it, and they would like dye the end of it blonde. Like that's what I remember. You know, like that. I remember that. That was like the like in fourth or fifth grade. That was like the white boy haircut. Like every single white kid had that haircut.
0: Yeah. So. I never really had that i kind of had the whole uh mop head type of look where it was just kind of non-frosted t- frosted tip it was more so sort of just in my eyes and i couldn't really see anything but i don't know i don't i don't think that that trend either kind of went away the not the frost tips that definitely went away because i don't fucking know anyone i don't i don't think i've seen anyone within the last 20 years in terms of like <laughs> I, like i said before the only person i've seen is music videos yeah, I haven't seen anyone yeah. since then. Yeah. But like, emo hair, I think still still holds up. I st- I still think there are people that still that still have it.
1: Oh yeah, there's still emo kids. Mm. Like I work with kids, and there's still some mm. walk around with the the long black jackets and the chain wallets, all of that stuff. Yeah. Is it so,
0: like, like is it like the people from like the kids in South Park? Mm, it, one of the kids
1: actually was dressing a lot like um silent bob he Mm. went like the whole silent bob look oh yeah yeah he kind of got really into those uh 90s movies and he was young but he really got into those and kind of wanted to to be Mm. silent bob
2: i think emo kids evolved into hipsters i think that's what ended up happening Mm -hmm. like i don't think yeah i think that that was like their next stage in evolution like they they became (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> like, because I still like to John's point, emo hairstyles are still around. This changed a little bit. Like, the shaved, like, people with really long hair, like, shaved one side, or the like, real, or like, even like the hairstyles now, which really long on the top, like, but buzz on the sides.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: it's evolved into a different form, but you don't see like the eyeliner or i've seen the fingernails painted a little bit i actually see that more often than not that's not something something that didn't go away completely like i see something alone does it yeah exactly like it's still around so it's like it's kind of crept into different cultures and genres and styles and just like stayed hidden like people just don't know the point of origin that's just what it is it's like the same, it's like the same thing as like a lot of anime, for example, people don't realize, you know, like One Piece and Naruto and, you know, Dragon Ball Z are like the forefathers of the most anime that you see now. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um, well, that's all I can really think of in terms of, you know, nostalgic stuff that doesn't hold up. Um, you guys have any like last words?
1: um i say just you know even though the stuff doesn't hold up like you know i i still try to make sure that i remember them fondly mm-hmm. even and just you know like you were saying talk about maybe not going back and looking at it. <laughs> it's the best thing and yeah just, just don't it, go back <laughs> just let it stay in your memory like let it stay keep the wonderful feelings that you had from the past and just kind of not don't don't necessarily go back and try to relive that at all that's just my
2: life model for all my problems. Don't look back. <laughs> Don't try to solve it. Keep moving forward. Forget it happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and until that problem hits you in the face. 20 exactly. Years later. Reboot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like, like we mentioned before, Craig, um, you know, you said that you had a, a podcast, um, you're a host of Craig and them. Um, you want to talk a little bit about it and you know where, where they can find you?
1: Sure. Um, My podcast is a little different from what you guys do. You guys are hilarious. By the way, thanks for having me on. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine's more interview based. Um, I'm interviewing a lot of different people about a lot of different things. Here recently, we've been doing a lot of current event stuff. So we've done episodes on returning to school during COVID. We've done um, episodes on the social Justice issues um, and just a lot of different things like that. So just trying to trying to keep awareness up about the things that are going on and like he- hearing from real people about it, not just the talking heads on TV. Um, so if you guys want to listen, it's Craig and Them podcast, and you can find that uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Craig and Them podcast um, and on Twitter at at Craig and Them. So oh, it's at Craig and Them Pod. So please just take a listen um, and let me know what you guys think. Uh, Give me some reviews. Honest reviews are always appreciated. Five-star reviews are even more appreciated, but yeah, whatever you got. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Like I said, definitely recommend that. I think I did an episode or maybe today and I did an episode with you You did it
1: you and um you and your lovely wife bride did an episode with us during the first season where you we talked about anime and you know Mm -hmm. couples watching anime and then you helped me
0: co-host the show Mm um with taiwa which was great cool yeah i do remember that It it was definitely fun so do recommend everyone to check that out um you know if you like this podcast this episode smash that like button that follow button wherever the hell you listen to us um, you know, follow us on our social media platforms. Uh, Instagram is Puzzled Minds Podcast. Our Twitter is Puzzled Minds Pod and our email is Puzzled Minds Podcast at gmail.com where we do encourage everyone to submit a topic that you would like us to talk about and bullshit about, I guess. Other than that, everyone stay puzzled. Oh, wait, never mind. Reverse that. <laughs> I do have to thank Official um, Block of the Week um, for the weekly Instagram episode Cover Arts. This one I really, really love and I can't wait for you guys to to see it. You guys will probably see it before you listen to this episode, but that's beyond it. Um, now we'll wrap it up. I want to stay puzzled. Peace.